Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to fruitfulgems.com. That's F-R-U-I-T-F-U-L-J-E-M-S.com and become a part of our family to receive your free guide, Discovering Your Worth Through the Fruit of God's Spirit. Until next time. So guys, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Polished Gems. I am your host, Jacinta Martin. I am the creator of the blog, Fruitful Gems, and also this podcast, um, Polished Gems. I'm also a two-time author, a real estate agent in the state of Georgia, and a mom of two children. And as always, I have my amazing contributor, Marquita Young. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself to the people? All right. So I am Marquita and I am a wife, mom, veteran. I'm also an author, a contributor to Fruitful Gems and owner of Inspire You Gifts. Perfect. Thank you again for being here tonight. Let's dive right into our blog of focus. So tonight we've been um, actually having a series where we've been talking about self-control. So this is our next one, guys. Um, and the blog of focus is called Shift Your Life, How Controlling What You Speak changes things for the better. So Marquita, of course, let's go and get started. Share with us the scripture that kind of prompted everything for what you wrote about in this blog. All right, scripture says, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences, right? That's from Proverbs eighteen twenty one, And um, this scripture is important because um, um, you can have a significant effect on your life and the lives of others. Um, you know, just anyone kind of attached to us. Um, and you have to learn how to practice self-control over your words. And so the scripture is a good reminder of that. It definitely is. So, um, Throughout the blog, here's what I noticed. You talked about a lot about not speaking death over our lives. Now, of course, let's give an example of what that looks like, especially speaking death. A lot of people, you know, might not know exactly what does that mean. So go ahead and expound a little bit more on that for us. All right. So the scripture says the tongue can bring death, right? So it's not just talking about the loss of life but also the death of a situation. So um, for me, like I wish I had realized earlier in my life because I know that I've probably caused death to a lot of situations, like more times than I probably can remember, right? And so um, it's it's doing things like um, claiming to be broke when you actually have money, right? Um, whether it was a little bit of money in the bank or a little bit of cash in your pocket, you have it, right? And so um, for me, the Holy Spirit helped me realize that I wasn't broke as long as I had money in my pocket and every need met, right? Um, learning that lesson helped me to be mindful of speaking death into my finances, right? It enabled me to remember to speak words of life. Um, I learned that it's okay to be honest and say, I don't have it right now. I realized that it's okay to believe that my finances weren't where I wanted them to be um, 
or and believe um, that they would get to where I want them to be. But I also realized that it wasn't okay for me to claim broke when I wasn't right. It wasn't okay for me to speak negativity around my finances because what I spoke out of my mouth often became my reality. So someone once told me before, it's better to say I'm in between blessings instead of broke. <laughs> now, see, I love that right there, that I, we're in between blessings, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times you're right. We instantly say that. We say that to our friends who want to go out last minute. We'll say that to um, different situations or scenarios of family members who might need a, a little bit of cash or things like that, right? So we might say that just so people don't... Um, depending on where we are financially, right? So people don't come to us all the time, right? If that's right. what we're experiencing. Or it might be just the fact that we got friends who just like to go, 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 but we can't always go. Right. So we might do that as well. So I love that you said um, in between blessings, right? Because you're right, as we journey from faith to faith throughout our Christian walk and from glory to glory, you're right, we're we're in between, we're always constantly transitioning. I know a lot of us don't like change, um, but there are some people who thrive on it, right? Mm -hmm. So to go through those transitions, it that's a beautiful way to actually look at it. Now, also in the blog, you mentioned that we can even speak death over others. Now, this you got to explain because, you know, a lot of times we think we could just say what we want to say, say it how we want to say it. Right. Please share with us an example of when we're speaking death over others. All right. So um, it's really about speaking negativity, right, over other people. And often, sometimes we do it without even thinking. Um, sometimes we do it in anger when we have not fully realized the power of our words, right? And the fact that if that person doesn't have a covering or a relationship with God for themselves, um, that, you know, we can really curse them with our words, right? So something as simple as saying that someone will never improve or get better or change because of the season that they're in now is speaking death over them, right? Um, it's not even just putting those words into the atmosphere, but also when we speak those words of death to the person's face, right? So can you imagine like a person already having a hard time going through, you know, just trying to navigate life, and then someone comes and tells them how much worse life will get for them, or how they wish negative things would happen to them, right? Some people are just not strong enough to kill or stop those words where they stand, right? Um, and they may believe them, and uh, little of themselves dies, right, on the inside, until they just succumb to it, right? Others will, um, fight for their lives, right? Coming back from it. And then there are those who negativity fuels them, but it doesn't mean that they don't carry that hurt with them, right? And so it's just, you never know what season someone is in or trying to come out of. And it's important that we speak life over them. Hmm. See, I'm glad you actually said this because I know I've been through this personally. And of course, um, I, I definitely want to ask you if this, uh, to you, right? Where you may have been going through a situation because I've had situations because I'm such, I love to be a private person. I really don't like to be public um, with my life except for this blog and this podcast has kind of changed all that. <laughs> but 
um, the areas that God allows me to share, there have been times I've been going through some really painful moments and a lot of people really didn't know how, to what extent or how bad, right? Mm -hmm. And I've heard people say, oh, well, I know you could work harder or do this differently or it seems like you're moving slow and them not realizing I'm moving slow because I'm dealing with whatever personal thing I was dealing with at the time, right? Right. So it's a prime example of a lot of times we don't fully know the extent of internalize a lot of things. And so a lot of times people don't know, you know, they only know what I'm going to share with them. They don't know the extent of, you know, um, my emotion or how it feels or whatever. And so, yeah, you know, in those instances, you can have people assume, right? Um and sometimes, you know, people assume based on just your outward appearance, like everything looks good, be good, right? And so, and that's not necessarily always the case. And so when people, you know, they might say something smart or say something snide, but they don't know that they might be adding to what you're already going through, right? So now I got to be worried about what you think about me already feeling that I haven't even shared with you, you know? And so... Um, that's why it's just really, really important for us to kind of watch our words and watch how we talk to people and the things that we say to people and even the things that we just put into the atmosphere because you just don't know like what fuel you're throwing on the fire of some, you know, somebody who's already going through. I agree. So also leave us with a takeaway that we just, that we can just keep in our minds, right? In the forefront of our minds about speaking death um, that we can just be mindful of. Right. So everyone can relate to claiming a bad day. Right. When it's only really been like a bad moment in the day. Um, so like I know I've been guilty of claiming that, oh, I'm just having such a bad day and the day hasn't even really started. Right. So instead of, you know, um, saying, oh, my goodness, oh, this is just going to be a bad day. Right. Speak words of life over the day. Right. Declaring that it will it will be better. Declaring that, you know, this moment in time was not going to ruin my whole entire day. Right. You just want to, you know, make sure that you are counteracting the negative with a positive, if that makes sense. So, you know, you definitely want to just be, hey, you know what? You know, if somebody like I used to tell my coworkers, if you you had a bad moment, don't let that ruin your whole day, you know, and just giving them that perspective. It was just like, you're right. You know, we're going to have a good day. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just kind of keeping that mindset that a moment in time is not a whole day. Um, you know, it may not be a whole year. It may not be a whole month, a whole week. You know, you have to think these little moments, they add up, but don't let it ruin everything right? Because you'll hear people say, I had a bad year. But then you have to think about it. There was nothing in your year that was good. There was nothing that happened that, you know, that was good. So you really have to just really counteract that negative with a positive and kind of focus in those bad moments. Don't, don't let it drown out all the good stuff. You're right. It's easy to ha actually have tunnel vision when it comes to the things like the negative is always easy to see. Mm -hmm. A lot of times to see the positive things in our day is so hard to remember it when we're like, OK, there was like five bad moments, as you said, right? Five bad moments throughout the day and the rest was positive. But all we remember are those five bad moments. So I, I love that this generation, though is getting into gratitude journals and things of that nature to help themselves remember, right? Help themselves actually remember what was good. What, what am I grateful for? 
so that we don't just focus on the moment and then call it, we had a bad day. So now that you've provided us a better understanding of what it looks like to speak deaf, let's switch up and talk about All right, so developing a habit of speaking life over your situation, but it's doable, right? It's constantly reminding yourself of the positives in your life as opposed to reflecting on the negatives, right? It's not claiming a bad day when it's only an unpleasant moment, um, not claiming to be broke when it's just that you don't have the money that you wish you had, right? It's saying what you will have and believing that it's on the way. Um, when we over-focus on what we don't have, we will constantly speak about the lack that we feel happening in our lives, right? It's okay to acknowledge the lack, right? Because it's there, right? Um, but it's necessary for us to speak to the future. So for instance, it's okay for me to say that I dislike how my first book turned out, right? Um, but I'm grateful for the sales that I had and I decree, right? And I declare that my writing will be better and that God will send me my audience, right? For my next book, right? And I can declare that better is coming, right? So it's really important that we just continuously, you know, it's okay for us to recognize the that we're unhappy with something or something is not going right. But like I said, again, it all goes back to, you know, counteracting that and saying, okay, well, I just believe and I trust that God will send better and that better is coming. How can we apply that to how we speak even concerning others? So speaking life also, you know, applies to everybody around you, right? Friends and enemies, to be honest, right? You know, you have to be careful of the things that you say over people because you may very well be cursing yourself as well, right? So like if you've ever experienced um, for yourself or watch someone speak ill of someone and then turn around and live out that same thing that they wished over that person. Right. Um, and so it's a tough thing to watch. And um, I'm sure even more so a, a tough thing to go through. Right. And so it's really um it's really important that we be mindful of the things that we speak over people because sometimes God will make us experience those exact things in our own life, right? And so you want to always make sure that you're speaking life. And I know that's very hard to speak life over people you don't like, right? That you dislike, that, you know, you just like, okay, I don't do them. And it's it can be hard to speak life over that, but it's okay to say, you know what? I wish them all the bless, all the best. I wish that God blesses them and just kind of move on with it. You don't have to say anything negative about anybody, right? That's a choice. Um, so another thing is wishing someone would fail at something, right? Um, because you dislike them or, um, you know, you have to think about that. It may have you failing at stuff, right? You wish, you wish their downfall and now you're experiencing a downfall in your life, right? So you just have to be careful what you say about God's children because he don't play by us. Okay. <laughs> you do not play about it. A lot of people will say that phrase, right? But they forget even our enemies can be God's children. Right. Like, those are also God's children because you don't know your, where your enemy might be at in their walk or their um, of salvation or their walk. If, if as long as they've even tried or attempted with God and God hasn't just said, hey, I take my hands off because you're choosing, you're not choosing me. Yeah, they're still his. Mm -hmm. They're still protected. <laughs> So you're right. 
because we just think that that's oh the anointed ones you know because we're christian <laughs> like no, no. My, enemy, <laughs> my enemy too can still be protected by the hand of god and then like you said i'm sitting there wondering why later my business is suffering or my book sales are suffering because i done said x y and z about somebody else's business and right. I, and i'm telling you that can even be in just simple passing like be careful even when you judge a restaurant let me let me tell you how deep this thing is even if you judge someone's new restaurant that open and it might not be to your liking, you can, you even got to be careful of your words there. And I know you might be going, well, man, I have to filter myself 24 seven. Hold up. How, there's so many things going on. How am I supposed to do that? Right. But it's one of the things ask God, like so serious, ask God how to help uh, you in that area of self-control, especially concerning others and how you speak to them. So now that you've also given us that, can you give us an example that can help us to be better in understanding how self-control can actually be applied? Like what can we actually do daily or things that we can think of to do daily? So practicing self-control over your words is challenging in itself, right? So um, both when we're speaking over ourselves and speaking over others, right? So the um, reason that um, I believe that um, I'm sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Give me a minute. Um, it's easy to judge or misspeak um, in a situation, right? And so it's just so important, just like anything, like if you've listened to other blogs or um, listened to other podcasts or read our blogs, you can um, pinpoint that there are many blogs that tell you to check yourself, <laughs> right? And so that is so important to check yourself, right? To even get in the habit of checking your checking your tongue before you even open your mouth, right? Because that can stop you from saying things about people or saying things about yourself that um, would cause a negative reaction, right? Or would cause you to be speaking life um, or death, right? You want to make sure that you're saying it in the right context, right? Because it's, you can speak life over yourself and cancel it right out in the same breath, right? So you want to make sure that you just, you know, check your tongue, check yourself, check what where your mindset is. Really just get before God, right? And ask him to guide your tongue during the day. That's a big one. Like asking him to give you the right words to say to people, right? That if conflict comes your way, give you the right words to say that, um, speaking in malice or that you're not telling people, you know, speaking negatively over people or even over yourself, right? Um, we just have a bad habit of of doing that. And sometimes just it's just muscle memory, right? Because it's like, you know, like you said before, it's so easy to point out all the negative things around you, right? So Another thing is if you notice that you keep repeating a season in your life, don't just be like, oh, here we go again. This this always happens. So go before God and say, OK, God, why do I keep repeating this season in my life? Right. What haven't I learned that I'm supposed to? Right. Because usually he doesn't keep taking us through things that we've already grown up from. And so it's trying to keep that optimistic outlook on life 
and really kind of going to God and asking him to, you know, help you to navigate the self-control needed in order to make sure you're speaking life into the atmosphere and not death, um, whether that be for yourself or for anyone else. Those are very good ways that we can implement. So also share with us ways that we can even implement self-control and how it even can be applied when concerning others. Because just as you mentioned, you know, we can just, our mouths could just say everything all day, but if we don't ask God for help to kind of control, even when our emotions, right, we can mm-hmm. be angry and things like that. And out of anger, um, we've all experienced that where we get angry and we just say anything to anybody. So how can we, um, like I said, apply self-control when concerning others? So now let's, let's say that you experience um family that always needs something, right? Um, that could lead you to be labeling them as irresponsible or needy or just like a host of others. You experience it with them. And so it becomes like a negative thing because they just always need and you're always having to give. And so now you're just speaking negative over them, right? You labeling them and, you know, um, you know, their situation is never going to improve because they just always need or they're not doing something right or whatever the case may be. Right. So instead of doing that, you know, we have to ask God to cover them for him to help them to be better and to do better. Or maybe they need a better paying job that will help them not have to ask for monetary help all the time. Or they just need an open door that will help their life improve in some type of way. God will reveal what you can do or send someone to help their situation, right? Many times he might not even send um, send that person directly to them. Sometimes he'll send it to you and you will be the one to be able to give them the knowledge or the resources that they need to better help their situation. So there's just something so amazing about praying for someone. And it's just even more amazing to know that someone has been praying for you and that your situation, and because of it, your situation improves. And so it's just really necessary for us to kind of stay away from that negative talk about people and really just go to God concerning them, right? Because he knows what his children need and he knows how best to provide it for them. Um, There's many times where our delivery, that's not how the person is supposed to receive it or receives information, right? But God will know how to better deliver what they need, right? To get them what they need so that it can be received and they can grow and improve. Exactly. Uh, Just as you said, each one of our situations are different, right? our circumstances and the seasons that we're in. And the beautiful part about God is that he actually knows those things. So even to help us to have even sometimes foresight about, nope, don't say that concerning that, they're still sensitive in that area. God will even offer up that. When we tell you on here that his wisdom is infinite, that it is um, all knowing, it it truly is. So we're not asking you to walk in perfection, right? When it comes to self-control about what you say or things like that. We're not asking you to just um, mind yourself 24 seven, but what we're asking you to do is if this has been an area um, that has, that you haven't been strengthened in, or if this is an area that you find yourself constantly going, man, why did I say that? Man, why did I say that? Um, It's one of those things that, yeah, time to take it to God, time to ask him for his wisdom and for his help regarding it so that you can do better each day, right? It might take time. It might take time to put all of this in practice and the tips that Marquita gave you tonight. 
so be patient with yourself as well, right? Be loving and kind with yourself as you keep working this out through this to practice more self-control. So Marquita, can you leave our audience with some last final thoughts regarding speaking life and, and uh, versus speaking death and how just anything that's on your heart to share? All right, so I'm gonna leave you guys with this, right? Speaking life over your situation and the situation of others is what God wants us to do. Um, he, he wouldn't have warned us that the power of life and death are in our tongue if it weren't necessary for us to be careful what we speak into the atmosphere, right? So let us all work on building the habit of speaking life. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to us and edifying, it may minister grace unto the hearers. That's Ephesians 4 and 29. So guys, thank you again. Thank you, Marquita, again for sharing and dropping your gems of knowledge with us. This has been amazing. And um, yes, guys, uh, please go ahead. And if you haven't already, go back and listen to the other podcasts concerning self-control. Plus, we have other fruits of the spirit as well. We, as I mentioned, we follow the nine fruits of the spirit that God has given us. The beautiful thing is our blog, Fruitful Gems, also breaks down um, more of our uh, lessons and life lessons that Marquita and I are even sometimes getting in real time. You guys get the amazing lessons that we get. And of course, we share them with you guys as well. So guys, uh, be sure to tune in next week. We'll see you again. Friday evening at 8 p.m. for another uh, episode of Polished Gems. Till then, have a wonderful evening. And yeah, make sure to practice some self-control. Take care. Welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. Thank you.